Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up this time, there's been a lot of talk about employees feeling demotivated and quietly quitting. With vacancies at a record high, it certainly seems to be an employee's market. So ensuring that your workers feel listened to might help with motivation. Should you therefore introduce so-called stay interviews to help improve retention levels? We'll give our opinion in just a few short minutes. Plus, making tax digital is here already and starting in the next tax year, it will be the turn of income tax. HMRC has at last published regulations for the record-keeping requirements of making tax digital for income tax self-assessment. Keep listening for the full story. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. Apparently, employees who feel listened to by their employers are far more effective and this can be achieved by conducting so-called stay interviews. Should you consider introducing them in your workplace? What's the basis for this? What's the foundation? Well, during research conducted by the Workforce Institute at UKG, it seems that three quarters of employees who felt listened to by their employer reported being more effective and engaged at work and therefore more likely to stay. As a result, all employers are being encouraged to find ways to do this routinely. It's been suggested that one way of achieving this is by line managers conducting these so-called stay interviews. But what are they and should you introduce them? Well, unlike exit interviews, which are only conducted when an employee leaves your employment, a stay interview can be conducted multiple times from the commencement of employment up until its termination. It's really an open and honest conversation which gives the employee an opportunity to express any concerns, suggest ideas and improve insights into their day-to-day experiences. As well as being a valuable source of information for businesses, steps can be taken to nip problems in the bud and thereby help retain staff. This all sounds wonderful. You know, in theory, these stay interviews are a good idea, but there are actually a couple of things that you need to bear in mind. The first is that few employees are likely to be completely open and honest with their line manager, particularly if they have a poor working relationship or haven't been heard by them before. Also, if they're working from home, maybe that relationship has deteriorated or become more distant over the course of the last two and a half years. So on that basis, it may be better to have another manager conduct stay interviews instead and also to insist that they're held on a face-to-face basis. Also, Conducting stay interviews will be a pointless exercise if any concerns raised aren't addressed. It sounds obvious, but what's the point of going through this exercise if you don't implement uh, any of the uh, concerns which employees bring up? Otherwise, you know, after one stay interview, they won't happen again. And also, 
you'll need to act on all issues or problems that are brought to your attention. You can't realistically just pick and choose those that are the most easy to implement uh, and let everything else fall away. So again, that could lead to a feeling of uh, discontentment amongst staff and, you know, what's the point in holding these interviews? So if you're reluctant to implement state interviews, an alternative which can help staff feel heard um, well, there are several, actually. You can have an open-door policy, staff suggestion schemes, employee forums, and anonymous surveys. These are all uh, simple and cheap measures which you can implement. And, you know, if they if they help to drive engagement via the feedback that you get, then more power to you. So in conclusion, stay interviews, allow staff to provide feedback and express any concerns. They can be beneficial for sure. For you and the business, but you like to get far more from the process if they're not conducted by line managers. And do remember that if you're going to go down this route, you need to be able to put into practice any of the measures uh, which are uh, discussed during the interviews. So, as you're doubtless all aware, making tax digital is here to stay. And the next uh, part of the rollout will involve making tax digital for income tax self assessment, which we'll call MTD ITSTA. Even MTD, it's a, get it right. Um, What's the full story? Well, starting in 23-24, if you receive income greater than £10,000 per year from self-employment or rental income from land or buildings, you'll be required to make quarterly online, online reports of your income and outgoings plus an annual summary. The first MTD, it's a report will therefore be for the quarter ended 5th July 2024. But, and it's a big but, you must have digital record-keeping systems in place before that. Now, MTD ITSA means you'll either have to use HMRC-approved software to keep your uh, day-to-day business or rental income and expenses records, or use a spreadsheet plus so-called bridging software to collate the data and make the MTD reports to HMRC. Now, these reports must summarise income and outgoings from your records into the categories currently used for your annual self-assessment tax return. But one important difference is that you won't be required to make adjustments for non-tax deductible items on the quarterly reports. Instead, these will be required on the annual summary report only. Retail businesses will be able to make a special election to uh, exclude certain information from their reports, such as erroneously recorded sales. Now, reporting will be more straightforward if you choose to use HMRC-approved software as the income and expenses categories will already be set up. If you use bridging software, you'll need to digitally link your records to fit the software. You might need some help with that. That's something definitely worth bearing in mind. So, in summary, the regulations confirm that quarterly reports plus an annual summary of income and outgoings will be required in a similar format as the currently required self-assessment return. There are special rules for retail businesses. If you've got any questions, obviously direct them at your accountant or keep coming back here for more information. Well, anyway, can you believe it? We've reached reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back again very soon with even more incisive advice that you can apply in your business on a day-to-day basis. And of course, if there's anything that you'd like us to discuss or explain to, do please get in touch. But for now, thank you for listening and goodbye. 
You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week, we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk.